0: Today, we're unveiling the number 22 team in the 24-7 Sports Summer Top 25. And surprise, surprise, it's the reigning national champions. Well, one of them at least. It's June 4th. My name is Connor Tapp, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. The UCF Knights went 13-0 a year ago, capping off an AAC championship with a win over Auburn in the Peach Bowl. UCF's schedule wasn't nearly challenging enough for the Knights to worm their way into the college football playoff picture, but that didn't stop them from proclaiming themselves national champions anyway. Entering 2018, former head coach Scott Frost is off to Nebraska, and four key players are gone to the NFL. Can first-time head coach Josh Heupel keep the momentum going? 24 seven sports national college football writer and erstwhile Orlando Denizen, Brad Crawford joins us now. Brad outside of TCU UCF had the highest standard deviation of any team in our polling. What do you think had voters so confused about where to place the Knights in their top 25s?
1: Yeah, I think on paper UCF is going to be, or at least supposed to be pretty good. um, Probably a double digit win team again. You know, they're, they carry the nation's longest winning streak into the 2018 season, but you look at some of the personnel losses, and I'm just not talking about the entire coaching staff. But you you look at, you know, they lost their top receiver in Tra- Traquan Smith. Um, he was an All Conference player. Lost a tight end. Lost Shakeem Griffin, who was a Conference Player of the Year defensively. Um, he's going to be a big loss. And, and then they lost Mike Hughes, who was their second best defensive player, a, a star corner. So. Um, the, the schedule is also tougher this year for UCF. They they do bring some good guys back, but um, I think most of the voters uh, in, our, in our rankings um, are kind of pleading the fifth on UCF and kind of <laughs> waiting to see how they play in September.
0: Yeah, I mean, Josh Heupel has been associated with high-powered offenses everywhere he's been an assistant, but now that he's the top man on the totem pole, do you have any sense for what this UCF team is going to look like under his direction?
1: But I tell you what, man, I I think UCF this season uh, might have a totally different look. I, I mean, you know, we're we're assuming they're they're going to go eleven and one or, or, or twelve and zero, but um, losing Scott Frost his OC DC and then every other assistant and replacing him with you know somebody with a slightly similar philosophical approach. You know, they um, hypo like to you know spread him out four wide a lot at, at Missouri. Um, he had a good quarterback there in Drew Locke. He's got a good one now, but. Um, Heipel is a head coach, I don't know. You know, we don't we, we don't know how he's going to perform. Um, you know, not not having been in Orlando, um, I don't I don't know how the guys have responded to uh, his hire as head coach. So um, I don't I don't think UCF really has quite as much momentum as uh, maybe some people think. Uh,
0: you mentioned the schedule; it's pretty navigable. Uh, I mean, the the out of conference matchups: uh, North Carolina, Pitt. Jump out as some of the bigger name programs that they're facing out of conference. Um, I mean, do you think another undefeated season is potentially in play here, or is that probably too much to you know hope for, uh, given all of the turnover, personnel-wise, and coaching-wise?
1: Yeah, I think with a first-year head coach and, and like I said, four draft picks, which was the, the most of any program in the AAC. Um, I think, I think going twelve and zero. Uh, winning the AEC and, and winning a bowl game for fourteen wins. that's that's probably going to be asking too much of this year's team. Uh, McKenzie Milton certainly has Heisman candidate potential, uh, very good quarterback, very accurate quarterback, but um you know, we don't know how he's going to perform in um, Highpool system. Um, you mentioned the schedule there there's three games in September, all in a consecutive week. they They go to Chapel Hill to play North Carolina. they host Florida Atlantic then I think they play Pitt. I mean, that's that's three games that they must win all three to, um, you know, not only stay in the top 25 but also win the AAC because FAU is going to be up there too. So um, schedule and, and, and personnel losses and coaching changes, I mean, th- those are three big elements. To, to pick
0: them not to go undefeated. The the margins are so thin for these group of five teams to stick around in the top yeah. twenty five. Drop one game or two games, and the voters are. Pretty much looking for a reason to get you bounced out of the top twenty-five, so that's that's a little tough. And I, th- I think I had UCF unranked in my ranking, so I, I think that's why I went that route. Um, South Point Casino has put out some over/under win totals uh, projections, and they've got UCF pegged at nine. Do you think? Are you taking the over or the under there?
1: I'd probably take the over there. Um, I think I had UCF at ten and two. Um, I either had them 19 or 20 uh, in my preseason poll. And, you know, much of that has to do with how they finished last season. Uh, you know, I, I was kind of one of the guys who was, you know, tooting their horn come come playoff time. But then after they beat Auburn and, and the, you know, 90 days of faux national championship stuff, I, I, I got a little worn out on UCF and I think uh, the nation did too. So um, that, that might be why you see Vegas with that um, kind of low number there.
0: Yeah. So where do you stand on, on the claimed national championship? It it seemed like it started out as kind of like a fun joke and it's, it's gotten pretty serious.
1: Yeah. It it was a fun joke that just turned into just a huge avalanche of a snowball. I mean, you know, they, they made up rings, um, shirts, signage at the school. I mean, you know, you, you drive on I four in Orlando now you, you see bumper stickers and license plates saying 2018 national champions. And that's, that's just ridiculous. We, we saw Alabama beat Georgia in the real national title game, so um, you know I, I wasn't a fan of uh, UCF's AD extending extending the joke as long as he did. But you know, whatever brings program to a non-power, uh, whatever you, you know brings exposure to a non-power five,
0: I guess it did the trick. All right, Brad Crawford is a national college football writer for Twenty Four Seven Sports. You can find him on Twitter at b Crawford Two Four Seven. Brad, thank you. Thank you, man. The Morning Blitz is a daily podcast that gives you all the college football news you need in a tidy 10 to 15 minute package. If you would like to subscribe, if you would like to subscribe to The Morning Blitz, you can do so on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. For each installment of the Summer Top 25, there is a companion article over on 247sports.com with additional commentary and analysis that you did not For each installment of the Summer Top 25, there is a companion article over on 247sports.com with additional commentary and analysis that you didn't get on the podcast. Tomorrow, we're on to the number 21 LSU Tigers. Thanks to Brad Crawford, Austin Nivison, Chance Linton, Jordan James, and Sam Hellman for their help producing the podcast while I'm out on paternity leave.